Happy New Year from Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. Coming up on Chapter 51, we celebrate Epiphany. France debates a new retirement age. And you won't believe what the French post office is up to. Here we go. Okay, before we get started on Chapter 51, we have a major programming announcement. (laughs) It's colossal. Yes, it is. Uh, Coming up in two weeks, so January the 20th, Yes, we will have a year in review, the best of 22. A compilation, as it were. Yeah, and we've we've already uh, got this thing in the can, and we're I'm 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 really thrilled with it because, <laughs> well, what we've done is we've come up with some of our favorite moments. Now you may have you, yours may differ. Yeah. Well, it was really neat listening back and and seeing just how much ground we covered, what we went through. Uh, you know, it's it's just there's so there's there's so much in review. It, yeah, it, it was it was really amazing to do that. Like this thing could have been you know five six hours long, but uh, we don't want to put you through that. But it is an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, and I think it moves along pretty rapidly. Yeah, uh, we include our guests uh, Stacy Allister, Dan Duran, and Humble Howard in our year in review, and then just. Actually, more of the funny moments for us. What we found funny. What we, yeah. <laughs> what, what we found funny. So we hope you enjoy it. Uh, mark it down. It will be on Friday, January 20th, that you will find it available uh, on our podcast. So uh, check it out. Uh, we're, we're pretty happy about it. So now this is our first podcast in mm-hmm. the new year. That's right. It's our first podcast of uh, 2023. Uh, we we had a a great New Year's Eve actually a, a rare one for us because normally we're just like blank, <laughs> eight o'clock we're gone <laughs> blankets popcorn movie good night Chinese food I don't no know. this was this was a great party it was a group of friends that we we met earlier in the summer and we've we've socialized with them quite a few times throughout the year. And um, Vanny, our mason, offered up his his house, which is under construction. So that was kind of cool because it was an empty, large room. And two of of the ladies decided that they, that they would decorate. They you know put cloth over the fluorescent lights. They had candle. They put atmosphere. They had music playing. It was really quite neat. And and, and Eric again got. Uh, I don't know if he got volunteered or if he volunteered to do the cooking. I'm telling you, the guy. The guy could open restaurants. I uh, it's, think so. It's just it's it's insane how how good he is. And what was that thing, uh, the the chicken? But it wasn't a chicken. It was a male chicken. It was a capon. Okay, which is a male chicken that's or yeah, I think like it's a, a rooster without, who's had without his, its um, no nads? special bits. Yeah, I think. Okay. All right. So anyway, that was delicious, and yeah. he had some and several courses yeah, again, again, again. Like you start, and you've got the smoked salmon, which one of the guests provided, and she did a cold smoke in her barbecue, and she promises to tell us what the recipe is. Holy, that was the was, best smoked salmon I've so ever had. Oh, good. It was so good, and 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 then you move on and and on and on and uh, oh, and, and again. <laughs> It's two thirty in the morning, and <laughs> we're having dessert. We're having dessert, and fi- and finally we just said, "Okay, good night." Oh, you're leaving so soon? <laughs> yes, we are. So soon, and we ended up being like I think the second set of guests that left. There were twenty people here, and everybody else. I don't know how long they went, but two thirty is good. I'm good. I'm 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 thinking the sun rose, and yeah. they were still there. Amazing, uh, you know, amazing but at our age. 
But it was great conversation, good friends, and uh, certainly uh, a memorable New Year's Eve, which in, in French is le réveillon. Now, the, that's just the 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 word for a special Eve, Eve right? Mm -hmm. Because there's also le réveillon pour uh, Noël, hein? Le réveillon de Noël, oui. Oui. Okay. No, and we, and we had, you know, beautiful time uh, on both evenings. Um, so we really, uh, I, I got to say, those two evenings made us really feel welcome here, you know? Yeah. I mean, our first Christmas was, I mean, it was pretty sad because we got here in October in 2020. Right. In the middle of the pandemic, we were in full lockdown mode here. No restaurants were open. Everybody's masked. We don't know our neighbors. We can't leave the house. It was just the two of us and it felt <laughs> pretty lonely. The two of us with our, our fur, fur babies. Yes. Yeah. And they, they kept us sane, actually. Yeah, they did. Hey, I want to uh, send a, a thank you out to uh, one of our our Facebook contributors, Elizabeth Wilcox, who uh, is responding to our, our eggnog dilemma from the, the last chapter, chapter 50. Mm -hmm. And she provided a great link here. And I just I just want to uh, do a shout out to uh, of thanks to Elizabeth. So first of all, it's it's uh, it's a historic capture of eggnog. And in some circles, you know, everything dates, you know, anything with booze, this is what I love, <laughs> anything with booze dates back to the monks. Every, <laughs> those monks, They man. got the party started. Yeah, they couldn't talk, but boy, oh boy, could they drink. <laughs> I'm telling you. So uh, there is a report that it, uh, on this website that it uh, it dates back to the 1300s, and they would, uh, they would use, you know, brandy or all kinds of different boozes uh, mixed in with this this egg drink um but the first printed historical evidence of eggnog dates back to the 1700s where it was brought up in in someone's poem but where where did it originate like uh, it, was it european europe. Yeah. europe so why don't yeah. they have it in france i don't know because it's a british thing so it, as early as the 13th century medieval monks in britain were known to drink posset a warm ale punch with eggs and figs. And over time, it uh, morphed into a Christmas oh. drink. A, a nog, as they say. Ah, well, yeah. that makes sense that Canada would be a big proponent proponent yeah. of eggnog because, yeah. you know, be, being a, a, a colony. A colony, yeah. yeah. So then uh, Elizabeth went on to send us uh, a <laughs> highly caloric recipe. And, uh -huh. and this is something that we might want to consider for next year because... The impetus of the topic on last week's show was the fact that they don't have eggnog in France. So we start with six eggs. We go then with a half a cup of granulated sugar. Half a cup. Uh, two teaspoons of vanilla extract. A half a teaspoon of grated nutmeg, more for garnish. Uh, some you know, pinch of salt. Oh, and this is my favorite part. A cup of bourbon whiskey. Huh. Two cups of whole milk and one cup of heavy cream, three hundred and ninety-three calories and oy, oy, oy. many many grams of uh, fat. Uh, so anyway, it all works out. You know, you mix it all together. Check it out on the Facebook page if you want to find out how to make your own uh, bourbon-infused eggnog for next Christmas. It's it's a, it looks like a great recipe. Well, it better well, be. If you it's know what? We'll we'll try it out uh, next for year, Christmas twenty twenty three. Yeah, uh, three hundred and ninety three calories per serving. But like how many ounces or, or 
Uh, well, it looked, you know, just like your normal eggnog like a, ton. Yeah, like I would say like six four. six to eight ounces, something wow. like that. Yeah, for some people, that's a quarter of their, their allowable yeah, for the day. caloric intake. Yeah, and then you have two of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Elizabeth, thanks very much. Uh, check out our Facebook page, uh, at Jeff and Julie. Move to France, and uh, on there for Chapter 50, you'll find this whole uh, link from uh, Elizabeth. Now, today is January 6th, and it's a special day. <laughs> and and you know what? I remember celebrating Epiphany um, with my godmother, Monique, okay. and she invited all the kids over to the house, and we had a galette du roi, which is a special pastry cake um, that is prepared for that day. And in one of the pieces, there was a, a pea or une fève. Like a bean type Like of a thing. bean, yeah. exactly, like a fava bean. Okay. And whoever's piece contained the bean was the queen or the king of the celebration. I see. But I, so I talked a little bit of this to uh, Veronique yesterday at my French class. And she said, no, no, there were pas d'arrain, juste le roi. Juste le roi? Oui, because uh, it, 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 it comes from we three kings. It's a religious thing. Uh-huh. And the, the three wise men. Right. So it, it started back when? Like in the 13th century? Oh, don't, don't I, who knows? A million years ago. Right. So it was, you know, everybody would get together. Right. And whoever got that, yeah, it was the king, not the queen. The king, well, even if you, uh, if you were, maybe it's modernized now, and okay. there can be queens. Oh yeah, there there are a lot of modernizations to this uh, little ritual. Yeah, well, the the um, ritual was that the youngest child, okay, or if there are no children, the youngest adult <laughs> had to go hide underneath the table, right. And then the person would allot a slice to the guests. I see. And the person under the table would say which piece goes to which person. I see. So there was no chance of cheating. No cheating to become king or queen. Veronique also told me that originally it was a porcelain um, bean-looking thing, ah. which I thought, boy, couldn't you break your teeth on that? I guess you would eat that piece of cake very carefully if, the, if it was porcelain. Huh. But she sent it then involved into plastic. And then now she said uh, today it's just it's not celebrated as with the sort of religious significance as it once was. So you're going to get Daffy Duck in there and you're going to get Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, you know, so it's, it's more of just a, it's, it's just fun for the kids. Fun and, for the kids. and it's revenue for for Les Boulangers who are preparing these galettes all over France. So when you went into the Boulangerie the other day, you saw all these yeah, they had them out already, but I mean, I'm going to go get my fresh one today. Oh, okay. Does it have any writing on it or anything? No, uh, no. It, it's um, it, it really is a pastry, um, and they come in different sizes. And uh, well, I'll, I'll bring one back and we can oh, okay. we can take a picture. Okay, sounds um, good. The only one who cannot partake in a, a boulangerie, uh, a normal boulangerie galette, is Emmanuel Macron. The president is not allowed. To potentially be king, be king. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so the boulanger, the official Élysée boulanger, makes a, a galette, a big galette for everyone that works there. But there are no beans. Oh, no beans. No fève. So there's no chance that he will be king. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, huh? 
<laughs> oh, it's great. I mean, they have so many of these little celebrations that, you know, we there, there was one. What was the one that on December 6th? There was one. Oh, that was St. Nick's. St. Saint, Saint Nicholas. Yeah. With Le Père Fouettard, the whipper. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right, lovely. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, but yes, it, it's it, we find these out as we go along. And um, it, it's just it's kind of neat. It's and it's a surprise. You found out about it. What, what the hell is this? Well, I'd forgotten about it because when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I, I do remember this. See, this is not something that was uh, in Western Canada. I'm ne- I'd never heard of this until you mentioned it. Yeah, no, I, I, I remember it actually. But, so uh, do you think it has more of a, uh, a French significance or religious significance? Or is it a combination of the two? Ooh, um, because I've never heard of it, ever. That's a really good question. Right. I would say that because I was in Quebec and this is happening mm-hmm. in France, it, it's probably a Franco-Christian yeah. kind of thing. That would make sense. That yeah. would totally make sense. But I'm not 100% sure on that. Well, I'm anxious to try. I wonder what it tastes like, this cake. It's good. I remember. Oh, and yeah? you have it either with um, cider oh, yeah. or champagne. Any excuse to drink. <laughs> Well, the cider doesn't have to have alcohol. Right? Okay. Okay. Uh, that was uh, that. That was interesting, and and it is today, so uh, we should probably partake on that for uh, lunch or something. I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Hey, uh, we finally got our crap. We finally got <laughs> our last shipment of Canadian crap. It finally got sent. It arrived yesterday, and thankfully, nothing was missing. And nothing was damaged. So we can kind of put a big bow on all of our junk from Canada. And now it's here. (laughs) And nobody wants to back a big truck in here more than me and get rid of it all. Because it's just well, so so much. No, but but, but hang on. So much duplication because we had the... Hang on. So much duplication because we had the place in Toronto and the place, you know. So we got two vacuum cleaners and... Oh, wait a minute. No. We've got, hang on. We've got two vacuum cleaners and two of a lot of things and 400,000 pairs of women's shoes. <laughs> Look, when I was working, I mean, oh. it was a necessary, oh, necessary okay. evil. Oh, you know, sure. I, I yeah. had, uh, you know, running a company oh, and. Yeah, got to look and, good. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know what? We, our move was such, so chaotic and, and there was so, so many elements involved that we really didn't have a chance to to declutter much although we did before moving here so now we have the luxury of taking our time and getting rid of stuff slowly and go through all the boxes of of, of paper and and documentation because there are some things in there that i'm sure have great uh significance for you on a sentimental level yeah there there will be uh it's just uh, i couldn't help noticing one box, two box, three box. What, what is this? Is this such the shoe factory? What? No, it's unbelievable. I've never seen so many sho- I didn't know that you had all these shoes. Now, when we were living and working in Canada, so this was all done behind my back. Not that, not that I had a say. No, 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 I know. I know. Not that I had a say. You, you worked hard. You made your money. Do with it what you want. But holy, now I know what you were doing in your free time. Buying shoes. It's just remarkable. I think I'm going to take some pictures of all your shoes, Imelda. <laughs> it's not. It's. It is. It, look. It. It's, it's not that many. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. It's not that many. But I agree with you that I. I think I overpurchased in a couple of fashion categories. One word: 
triage, okay? <laughs> triage. Uh, because we're, you know, here's the thing. We we don't have the room for all the crap that came. Like, you know, okay, here's another example. Two <sighs> ironing boards. You know, we have a lot of two Well, loves. one can go in the sheet. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. But, oh. the, you know, it's just that we just don't have a ton of storage. And, I, you know, we... Anyway, I, you know, it's just the clutter. It's the clutter that makes me nuts is all. Well, you know what? In 2023, we'll just take a deep breath and we'll organize everything, find a place for what we want to keep and find a place for, for what we don't want. Mm-hmm. So that will be our, our mission for 2023. All right. Sounds good. I, I, it's just that I do have to uh, include some photos for the Facebook page. So why not, you know, show everybody all your shoes? I think that'd be fun. I think that's uh, I, I I need photo approval. <laughs> All right. It's a bit of an invasion of privacy. Uh-huh. Too, yeah. But <laughs> 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 the good news is everything is here. Yes. Jeff. So yeah, we turn can your put frown that, upside down. We can put that chapter behind us. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, no that 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 was a big one. It took a long time, and um, we've got it all straightened away um so we're now into 2023 and boy the french government they are a a party i'm telling you it is just it's fun to watch the things that go on with this government and and the decisions they make and the, the their list of priorities their priorities are so strange i find huh i don't know if i don't know if i agree with that well wait till we get to uh our uh, our topic about the post office because yes. that is hysterical. But, That's pretty funny. That is first, pretty funny. There's a big uh, there's a big discussion and debate about the new retirement age and what is our current retirement age here in France. Uh, current in France is 62 years of age for both men and women. Fantastic. That's what it should be. And Macron right now they're in the black. So they're they're making more money than they're paying out, but the population is getting older. So the Macron government is wanting to raise it. At some point, they were talking about sixty five, but that got humongous pushback by the public and also by the unions. And so right now they're looking at sixty four, and that will be debated this year. You know, here's the thing. It's it's so obviously a grab for money. It's just so obviously a grab for money. Well, don't don't forget that the French contribute a huge amount into the system well, while this, they're working. This is what I'm saying. So now they they want more. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. I see. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, exactly right. The French uh, taxpayers. Oh, get murdered by the government here, and now they want to, you know, they want to throw them through the the mill for another three three years. It, I, I can, I tell you what, I can understand the the backlash here. Yeah, I really and, and can. in the EU, France is is one of the countries that has the earliest retirement. The you know one of the ones that has the latest age to retire is Greece. Greece is is sixty seven. Um, if, if they make it that long, or yeah, or sixty-two, depending on the insurance that they have, but you know that's that's quite a, a ways along. Um, Denmark sixty-five, Spain sixty-five, Ireland sixty-six, Iceland sixty-seven, Italy sixty-seven, Luxembourg sixty-five. So you know, France but, at sixty-two. But France was on the cutting edge of this thing, and and you you told me something the other day. You told me this something the other day that bears this out, and that was. 
uh, deaths after retirement, right? Yeah, well, so France lives the longest after retirement. Um, I've got a, I've got a chart here. I'm just going to pull it out. Okay. But I can't see it very well. So men uh, live on average 23 years after retirement. In France? In France. Right. Women almost 27 years after retirement. Yeah, well, that's You know, you look at, at Greece, because they retire later, it's 21 years after retirement. Yeah, well, I'm wondering, though, okay, but that's, uh, okay, so that is actually kind of, those numbers are kind of funny because <laughs> you, you, you've got to incorporate those five, that five-year difference. So if, if in Greece... They're living 21 years after 67. How many years? So that's 26 years after 62. Yeah. You see I, what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's a, it, it's a flawed that's kind a of That's a flawed. Okay. I get it. Stat. But you know what I found was interesting is in some countries, there's two different retirement ages, one for men and one for women. Oh. Like Poland. So in, See, women should be retiring later because they live longer. Well, no. In Poland, 60, a woman can retire. Man can't retire until he's 65. Holy, what a ripoff. Yep. And you, and you guys live longer. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just so unfair, isn't it, Jeff? It's just brutal. I, ha- <laughs> I just have no, uh, no explanation for that. That doesn't make any sense. The people who live longer should be re- working longer. That's what I'm... But we work smarter, so we should get out of the system earlier. Well, obviously that's working. (laughs) And that brings me to the French phrase of the day. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Okay. Pour la femme, la retraite signifie deux fois moins d'argent et deux fois plus de mari. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to take a run at it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do need to hear it again. Well, just one more time. Okay. Pour la femme, la retraite signifie deux fois moins d'argent et deux fois plus de mari. Ah, so in in France, uh, what, what was the first part? Pour la femme. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the uh, woman, uh, retirement is significant in that it's uh, two times uh, two times less money and two times better marriage. <laughs> Was that, was that close? No, that was wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no. So here, here it goes. Well, uh, I thought that for sure. For women, retirement means two times less money. I just said that. And two times more husband. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's a, it's a lose-lose. And there you go. <laughs> And this is an unnamed source who, who wrote this <laughs> phrase. I don't know if it's actually French, but I thought it was appropriate. It's <laughs> a very good French <laughs> phrase of the day. One more time. All right. Pour la femme, la retraite signifie deux fois moins d'argent et deux fois plus de mari. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess it was wishful thinking. Uh, very funny. Yeah, so re- retirement age is just one of the things that, that, that's being debated or some of the new laws that are being brought forward. Okay. Uh, the minimum wage went up as of January 1st in France. Okay, what is it here anyway? Um, so it's 1,330, no, 53 euros net per month. Okay. And they call it a SMIC. Oh, 
The minimum wage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's uh, good news. Uh, there's a ban on, on disposable fad, fast food packaging now. Oh. So McDonald's has to make reusable packaging. You can't just discard ah. um, the plastics and, and the cardboard. Okay. Which, you know, in, in some of the articles that I read were, were saying, well, I'm not sure that's such a great idea because now, you know, the restaurants have to hire uh, uh, dishwashers um, because it's not disposable. They have to deal with the dirty containers. Mm. And some people take the, con- the containers with them. Right. They don't return them. So it, 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 it's a some process. The, you know, some of these laws do need some rethinks, but I've got to be honest, ever since the single serving water bottles were uh, began to be banned across around the world i i started getting on board here especially after seeing so many uh, documentaries on what gets pulled out of that ocean of ours mm-hmm. these oceans it's just so sad mountains of plastic mountains of plastic there are islands of plastic in the ocean uh you know the whales get all caught up in it and it's just you know any effort i think to uh remove all of these containers from the world, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I support at this point. So, I mean, yeah, maybe they need to brush up on, yeah, uh, you know, some of the uh, negative sides of this. But, you know, I'm for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We, it, it's just, it's a work in pro- in progress. You know, it's like the the low flow toilets. That right? was that that I never agreed with, but but that's fine. I mean, yeah, they're better now. You know what? Here's here's what I agree with on the low flow toilets. The ones that, that that have been in Europe for a billion years, where if it's number one, you push this button, yeah. and if it's a deuce, you push this button. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's smart. Yeah. Not, not like in Canada where you need four flushes to get the hose down <laughs> because of the stupid toilet. That now where are we? Now you've used more water. Yeah. You know. Yeah, not not perfect. No. Anyway, anyway, th- th- that's you know those are some of the the new uh, the, the the new laws that have come into effect. Um, the post office. Oh, um, <laughs> this is a gem. There there will no longer be the iconic red postage stamp. Oh, but they've got they've got this is going to come back t- to haunt them because wait wait, you, wait till you hear this. This is an absolute poop show. So let's just let's just say that that since. 1849, they've had this red stamp with Marianne on it, and it guarantees next day delivery. And so there are complications to next day delivery in France because you're using lots of fossil fuel, airplanes. Like if you're going from, you know, from Nice oh, to Paris, right. you know, the, that get, getting it there the next day is, is not necessarily good for the planet. But what they're doing instead is... Taking the red stamp out, you can no longer if, – if you have a red stamp, you can use it, but you can't purchase it anymore. If you want to send something next day, you now have to go on the, the post website. Mm-hmm. You type in your letter. This is just so funny. You type in your oh, – great. And the post office will print it off <sighs> at the closest post office to – the recipient. So let's just say we're sending something to Nice and we want it to be next day. We have to, before before 8 p.m., type up the correspondence, mm-hmm. send it to the website, and they, the next day, will print it up in their Nice post office. Yeah, great. And put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, 
and bring it to the recipient. Yeah, I, I'm going to type that up. Uh, yeah, dear mom, bad news. Just had my left testicle removed. Uh, <laughs> come on. You know, what are people thinking? Yeah. Well, this is not going to work. Well, they say that confidentiality is going to be observed. But, you know, I mean, ch- chances are if you're sending something next day, it's really important and it's very, very private. So, you know, and, and that's the other thing. I mean, 20% of, of the French population, they don't own computers. That's right. So, so there, there's a flaw right there. Yep. So their alternative is to go to the post office oh, yeah. and get them to type up the letter. <laughs> oh, now you're dictating. Hi, hi, Suzanne. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dear mom. Yeah. Uh, bad news. I just had, yeah, my left testicle removed. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Oh, come on. This is so ridiculous. This is, we may as well go back to the telegraph, you know? Tick, 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 tick. But, you know, people are saying, what's the difference between email then? Well, at that point, why aren't you just emailing? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, they they did launch a new type of stamp to kind of guarantee that something gets to a destination, and it's called a turquoise stamp. It's a little bit more expensive. It's almost three euros. But with this, within two days, I think two or three days, you can get your your letter to the recipient and get um, the follow-up, a guarantee that the recipient actually received received it. it. You know, to me, they should have just kept everything as is and put a dollar amount on the on the one day delivery that's really high that's that would have to me that would have solved everything because then uh people then the market decides you know people are going to say oh you know what that's too much for me i'll do two or three day delivery it's not that important right or like you to your point i will send an email or right something similar right but it's 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 still good that you've got a trackable um, service with the turquoise, you can also do that online. Okay. So you can send something online and get the tracking. And the other interesting thing about the website for, for the La Poste is they've got templates um, for the most uh, important letters that you usually write because, you know, things are very formal in France. So if do, you're writing... Do they have one for the testicle? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Testicle removal template. No? Okay. No. <laughs> no I was just just throwing it out there. But if you're canceling a bill or whatever, okay. you and you want proof that there are you, you, mm-hmm. there are templates, That's smart. so that if if someone does is not necessarily well versed in French, right. they can just change the address and the names and have something Brilliant. sent off. Yeah. Well, well here's the the one thing I will say. I, I know I'm making fun of this because this is a ridiculous uh, proposal to, to, to for me. Uh, but the, the flip side of it is the mail service here is. Excellent. It is unbelievable. They don't even put, so you know how we put return uh, addresses on our mail and, and because, you know, so much of it gets lost. Yes. And then it has to come back, whatever. They don't even do that here. They don't even put, um, very seldom do they put a return address on the letter. I think they've got a lot of employees in the system. Well, they must because. Well, I mean, just walking distance, mm-hmm. we've got. Three post offices. Yeah, long walking, but yes. Yeah, still. Yeah, no, and and it. Uh, I mean, the the stuff gets there and it gets there quickly, and we've never had an issue with uh, the French post office. No. But this is just a ridiculous idea. Oh yeah, I'm going to go over and dictate a letter to the and by oh and the people at the post office they must be going out of their mind. Wait a minute, I got the whole community coming over here and dictating mail to me. I mean, that is just think about that. Yeah, and they were also <laughs> saying that some people can bring bring their their letter, like their oh, yeah. handwritten letter, 
to the post office, and now the employee is going to have to scan it right. in order to email it to the destination post office. Yeah, that's for the people who don't have, um, yeah. Computers. Computers. Oh, this is not, this is not good. Um, I think they, they need to give this a rethink. I think, I mean, I know it's it, it's it's enacted, right? Like it's in... Oh, it's done. It's done, it, yeah. It's done, but I think the post office is also rethinking the way that they run their business because, you know, we're, we're not sending letters the way we used to. No, exactly. You know, if you just jack up the rates for those people who want to have stuff delivered in one day, that solves the problem. I really do, but, you know. Because, you know, people here, I got to say, they are very dollar conscious. yes. Yes. Very dollar conscious, yeah. euro conscious, whatever, um, and uh, so they should be. Everything's very expensive here. So if you if you jack that up, then I think it'll look after itself. There'll be much fewer occasions they, to send stuff. Maybe that they needs just can't. I don't know. Playing devil's advocate, maybe they just can't produce those stamps. Uh, you know, maybe it just doesn't make sense. Who knows? But this is not the answer, okay? I don't know how that made it around. The, like, can, can you just picture that boardroom? And uh, the first guy said, I've got an idea. Why don't we get people to dictate their letters to the staff <laughs> at the post office? Are you out of your mind, Francois? I mean, that that's, to me, what that would have been my reaction. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not perfect, for no, sure. No, it's not perfect. But, uh, well, I think we should follow that because I think there's going to be huge fallout from that decision. That just sounds so primitive to me. Yeah. And there's absolutely no safeguards for privacy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, they, they guarantee confidentiality, oh, but yeah, come okay. on. Guy goes home from work. Hey, you'll never guess what, 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 what letters did you have to type up today? Wow, here's a beauty. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Guess who's having an affair? <laughs> Speaking of affairs. Yes. <laughs> no, I have nothing to reveal. Oh, good. But, but um, as of January 1st, 2023, condoms will be free for anyone under the age of 26. Oh, okay. So they're going to beef up uh, free. What about for the, the women folk? Uh, they have had free um, uh, contraception since January 1st of 2022. Oh, okay. So the, the condom is not so much for uh, as a birth. No, but uh, but more for STDs, yeah. which have increased hugely. I think it's thirty percent in the last oh, three years. Okay. So they're really trying to make sure that people in be, the end be in, safe. In the end, it saves them money. You know, yes. because if they're if people are always going off to the clinics to treat the the STDs. Much easier to just dish out some condoms. Yeah. And at first, Macron said, okay, it's going to be um, for uh, 18 to 25. Mm -hmm. And then people were complaining that that's not fair to minors. So now it's anyone under the age of 26. Oh, God. Well, the pharmacist said if some if a kid, a six-year-old kid comes up to me and asks for condoms, he's not getting them. No, because those are going to be water balloons and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for our first podcast of 2023. <laughs> Here's hoping you have a fantastic uh, and prosperous year. Don't forget, uh, off the top, we mentioned our very special hour and 20-minute year in review, the best of 22. We will have that available in two weeks on January 20th. Chapter 52 drops next Friday. Bye-bye. Bonne année et surtout bonne santé. <laughs>